Oh, well, after all that, we are back. Two-week absence. Sometimes it happens. But uh, Season 2, Episode 7, this will be our Week 7 recap. Uh, I don't think any of us watched the games together this week, so I'm interested to hear everybody's thoughts. You two, you two didn't watch together, did you? No. It was a uh, yeah. isolation experiment. I was in the great <laughs> town of Dayton, Ohio, fighting for my life, trying to even get football on the television. On a field expedition. Yeah. Business trip. <laughs> uh, should we start with the Thursday game? Feels like an eternity ago, but uh, Jags 31, Saints 24. Oh, Christ, I forgot that was the game. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Did not watch a single down. Unfortunately, I mean, it did happen. You And you watched the entire thing start to finish, right? Um, I watched, yes, I did pretty much watch it start to finish. Um, Kirk, what's-his-face, is just insufferable. Jay, you did get in my head. Oh, Herb Street? But, yeah, it was just... It was brutal. Like, even Al Michaels, like, sitting next to him was just at times like, okay, what the fuck is going on? I wish I was doing anything else right now. Um, I still just cannot bring myself to believe in the Jags, um, the Saints or whatever. That's pretty much my only thoughts. Yeah, they don't make it look pretty. Um... Yeah, the on, the only play we're talking about is probably one Christian Kirk just running my route for a forty four yard touchdown, and two Foster Moreau with the horrific drop in the back of the end zone uh, to tie the game. Uh, after Derek Carr just looked him in the eyes and said, "I'm throwing you this ball." And then proceeded to throw him the ball wide open, and he just dropped it. And also I don't know if any of you saw that. And, and also the third and most important of them all that you forgot to mention, uh, Chris Olave's body cam arrest footage released. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I play for the Saints. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just not good. But are the Jags even good? Who knows? Yeah, they're fine. That's probably what I. That's probably where I'd put them in my fine category. They're good enough. I'm just to the point where I don't think there's any good teams in the NFL. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just that's should be the biography of this podcast. Might be the most used phrase uh, by the three of us. Valid. Is anyone oh. good? Me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right, I guess our Sunday, 1 o'clock, um, in maybe the most exciting second half in all of football, uh, Commanders-Giants, seven fourteen. 14 uh, Giants scored their last touchdown, like, Five minutes into the second quarter, or something like that. 
the I feel like it's just painfully obvious that Tyrod is better than Daniel Jones at this point. I mean, A, he looks incredible, as per usual. And B, the Giants, even though they only scored 14 points, they were still doing everything you expected the Giants to do at the beginning of the season. Like, Hyatt had a couple deep catches. Waller was actually eating and got in the end zone. Um, I think Saquon had, like, a swing pass touchdown. Like, he was actually getting the ball to his playmakers, had a decent stat line. Yeah, the commanders are bad, but, like, it's just ridiculous. The pace Yeah, the Giants, dis- despite having 14 points, had 360 yards of offense, so... They were definitely moving the ball. I don't even know how having 360 yards of offense and 14 points is even possible, but they were moving it. I don't even. They know were getting the ball to the players they need to. I I don't even know who won this game. Oh, I just told you. Uh, oh, the Giants won. Yeah. Looks like Tyra. Yeah, Commander scored seven points. There was a stat out there. Uh, I think Magic Johnson said it. It's uh, hard to hard to win in the NFL when you score exactly seven points. Yeah. Um, Can't I'm argue with that. I'm looking at the team stats right now. This seems impossible, but apparently they were one of 15 on third down. The Commanders? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is just, like, impossibly bad. That is uh, not going to get it done. Like, you're telling me of those 15, at least five of those weren't, like, third and three or shorter, and you got <laughs> one of them? Yeah. Yeah, hey, not, that's not a great number. To their credit, they were two for three on fourth down. Hey, I mean, hey. Fourth down, it's their down. <laughs> Eric, you're throwing it up. <laughs> yeah, so not much from this game. We'll just keep it moving. Um, oh, let's go Raiders Bears. Raiders twelve, Bears thirty. Are they better without Justin Fields? I mean, that fucking badgeant kid, Tyson, yeah. is a dog. Like swag. His dad is a arm wrestling world champion. Should be noted. Wow, did not know that. And that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give him a look. Yeah, Jay. That you just need to watch the entire game of arm series on AMC ASAP. All of our <laughs> listenership, honestly. Yeah. I think the real story from this game was my dad's obsession with Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Colin, yeah. relax. Keep it in your pants over there. I was going to say, I'm glad someone brought it up because I was. <laughs> yeah, Texas going running backs, we get it. <laughs> yeah, dude, he yeah. was running angry. It was fantastic to watch. Dude, literally that's, every that's man time, every time Red Zone would go to that game and it was him running the ball, my dad would just be like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Jesus, dude! Like, yeah, just watching him is just like dads are like that is what football should be. That's how he was running. So good, running back university. He's always been so good. 
finally getting a shot. <laughs> the, yeah. the Raiders throwing 45 passes for 200 yards is also impossibly bad. Safe to say Brian Hoyer might be slightly past his prime. <laughs> and apparently Josh McDaniels just hates Aiden O'Connell. Like, I don't know why he didn't start him. And um, also just larger, broader theme, is Josh McDaniels, like, the worst head coach in NFL history? No, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Urban yeah, Meyer. Um, and maybe it, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Hey, Mike McCarthy's got the hardware. He's fat. <laughs> yeah. He is fat. Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams, kind of a pussy. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the week leading up into this game, he's like, I don't care about wins. Just throw me the fucking ball. Like, all I care about is greatness. And then just dropped a perfect touchdown pass. Like, all right, shut up and continue to get no targets. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah, publicly bitch and call someone else out on their own team and then just, like, can't get it done. Yeah, you hate to see it. So, he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Anything else in that game? No. No. All right, this this one people should have a lot to say. Browns Colts, Browns thirty nine, R- Colts thirty eight. Probably the Did worst guys- game of the the slate, to be honest, in terms of just like sloppiness. It was just so bad. Yeah, thirty nine, thirty eight. High scoring game. Not a not a lot was going right for the defenses, but also and the offenses. Deshaun Watson is so so bad. Yeah, I think he's like hybrid getting bench slash benching himself. Also, <laughs> all the doctors are like, "Nah, bro, you can play. You you look fine." He's like, "I I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out." And it came out today he's not playing this coming week either. And the injury report said his shoulder, too. Like, he came out of the game because he went into concussion protocol and then, like, cleared that and could have gone back in and didn't. And now he's After one of the more hilarious passes I've seen. I mean, it's just a weekly occurrence for him at this point. But then he got cleared. He cleared concussion protocol, and now he's back on the injury report for his shoulder. So, yeah, I feel like he's just – he's over it. Yeah, he was cleared within, like, 15 minutes of the hit. And just never came back in. Never even thought about coming back in. <laughs> They're like, you're good. He was like, chill. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I would, I would imagine after watching the ending to this game that the refs in this game probably had mon- money on the Browns. Yeah, the Colts got absolutely jobbed, for sure. Gardner, I mean, obviously had some turnovers, but was ax- absolutely a freaking Pink Floyd concert out there. <laughs> it was awesome, two rushing touchdowns. And, yeah, the Colts should have won this game. I mean, it was crazy, and it was kind of coming down to the wire regardless, but just how it ended was so terrible. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know how the Colts head coach didn't get kicked out of the game. And he he didn't do anything. What I'm saying is I don't know how he saw those calls and didn't make himself get kicked out of the game. Like, I didn't care too much about this game one way or the other, and I could not believe the two calls to, to finish the game. I'm just annoyed that the Browns keep winning somehow. Same kind of goes for the Steelers, but especially the Browns. The Steelers are debatably the best team in football. <laughs> they okay. do have probably the best offensive coordinator in football. They also have easily the second best defensive line player in football <laughs> behind Miles Garrett. He doesn't play defensive line. Who doesn't? TJ Watt. He just plays fucking sorcerer overlord, supreme chancellor of defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you watch this game, Jay? Any comments on this game? Are we still talking about the Browns and the Colts? Yeah. Um, Miles Garrett had a decent game. <laughs> I give credit any, where credit's due. Any, did you see those? Did you see the last two calls of the game? Like any any comment on those? I don't think I saw the calls in question. Oh, okay. It uh, the, was the the last one was the more egregious one. It was I forget what down it was, but it was called defensive. Pass interference, the ball landed in the first row of the stadium. Wow. That's not a good call. But no, I was too busy trying to mentally recover from one of the games we're about to talk about. (sighs) Probably this next one. Uh, Bills Patriots, Bills yep. twenty five, Patriots twenty nine, in a game in which the superior quarterback <laughs> ended on top. Yes, everyone's been saying it. Mac Jones better than Josh Allen. We saw it in this game. Consistently drove his team down the field to win, despite zero help from his weapons. Yes, speaking of the supreme chancellor himself, Bill was in his bag. Um, I honestly expected the Bills to blow the Patriots out, as Jay, I'm sure your wallet agreed with, but, um, I'm pleasantly surprised, and Josh Allen has already had a couple down games, so I kind of expected him to get back on the horse, but I'm not complaining that he is still continuing to underwhelm. Yeah, they're an egregious missed call away from losing three straight. So, I mean, I haven't watched most of their last three games closely, but something's something's got to give in Buffalo. I think they have too many expectations from their for their overall performance. And defensive mastermind Sean McDermott. Don't get me fucking started. You know what? Actually, yeah, <laughs> get me fucking started because I'm so sad. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm obviously being sarcastic. Sean McDermott is a fucking moron. He's a fucking idiot. And what pisses me off is that no one talks about it enough. All you hear about is Josh Allen, this, Josh Allen, that. Last time I checked, he has three straight seasons, 35 touchdown passes, 4,000 yards, and 600 rushing yards. Like, he is not the fucking problem. What's the The pass going to do for us this year? 
But it doesn't matter when you put your team in a position to win and you let Mac fucking Jones with a bunch of fucking deck chairs at receiver march down the field and take a lead. Like, it doesn't matter. Same fucking thing happened in the playoff games against uh, Cincinnati. They get fucking smoked, albeit the offense didn't show up in that game. Sure. But, like, uh, fucking 13 seconds left against the Chiefs. I hate to be the guy that keeps bringing up that game, but, like, at some point, people are going to have, like, why is Sean McDermott not talked about on the hot seat is beyond me. I mean, I thought Sean McDermott should have been fired when they benched Tyrod Taylor. He's, as far as I'm concerned, Sean McDermott is in the same class as Brandon Staley. He doesn't do as much of, like, the dumbass, like, hey, let's go for it on our own fucking 25, like Brandon Staley does. But they're supposed to be these fucking defensive gurus, and the defense continues to underperform. So... You know, and as much as Josh Allen gets claimed that he's an up and down guy this season, still a hundred pass rating, still already fifteen touchdown passes, going to be well over two thousand passing yards after this week. So, like, I, I just don't understand. I think it's a combination. I mean, the thing with Allen is just the turnovers. It's always the turnovers. And to your point, when you have an inept coach who is not only not really offering anything to the offensive side of the ball, but is also underperforming in their so-called area of expertise. You can't be giving teams extra possessions and such. So I think they're... For the record, one more, exactly one more interception than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Josh Allen in games like this is he does just try to do too much. And, yeah, the numbers are still there and all that, but trying to do too much against the defense who's planned for it is not going to get it done. Like, he needs to just take the snap and, and take what's available. But he's he keeps trying to do too much and roll out, and that's where he's getting into trouble. In games like this, obviously, sometimes it works, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, no one else on the planet can do that. And that's true. But when it backfires, he needs to get some, he needs to be held somewhat responsible. Obviously, the defense has been playing not great football pretty much all year. But to say that he's completely void of any blame is a little bit ridiculous. He needs to be able to do the flashy stuff and also swallow his pride and just get the ball out quick. I don't um, think that say, is like incorrect. I'm not saying. He's void of blame, but can you answer this for me? Who had the lead in that game with a minute forty-five left? Yeah, but you're talking about you're, you're talking about you're talking about weapons, and Kendrick Kendrick Bourne fumbled the ball to give them that opportunity. So it's like, I mean, if we're gonna say, oh, Josh Allen's weapons aren't helping him out, or Mac Jones' weapons when are nothing, it's like weapons weren't helping him out. When did I bring up Josh Allen's weapons? I've only talked about McDermott in the defense. I thought you talked about the run game. My bad. Well, you their have defense the got. Well, I mean, to your point again, that's a situation where the defense got a turnover and put them back on the field and actually did something positive. If Kendrick Bourne fumbled or whatever, but I, I like I again will fully admit I think even over the past two, three, four years, the entire time this defense has been masquerading as good when they're really not. Like they have a lot of injuries too. Yeah, defense. I mean, yeah, and that's certainly part of it. But I just think, yes, he only has one more pick than Mahomes. But I also would—I don't know for sure—but I would 
assume healthily that he has quite a few fumbles lost and definitely more than Mahomes and total turnovers wise, he probably has significantly more. So significantly is a stretch, but he does have that bullshit fumble lost at the end of this last game on the last play of the game when he was just a lateral oh, yeah. play. It doesn't, like, yeah, I don't really count that. No, I wouldn't him. hold I that count against either. But, yeah. Plus, I've realized that some of these stat, uh, like ESPN stats and stuff, are very bad at keeping track of fumbles. But that's besides the point. Um, next game, Lions-Ravens. Lions 6, Ravens 38. Pretty good game by the Ravens. Yeah, definitely. They uh, did. They... Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to see a lot of the in-between plays, so I can't talk too much in-depth about this one. Um, as I was just watching Red Zone. But, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like we put the yeah, obviously still turned the ball over in the Red Zone. Can't just, can't just clean that up, but... Um, Besides that, no no real complaints. Seems like defense is playing well and you know, offense has figured some things out, but I'm not I'm not gonna get overhyped from one game. I think I need to see a couple in a row to really to fully buy in. I'm I'm hesitant to fully buy yeah, in that, on the offense. That and I saw a stat going into the game, now it's even better, uh Lamar is now sixteen and one against the NFC. Yeah, so like, next two games are against the NFC too. So if he can string, if he can keep that set going and string these next two games along, I'll be I'll be starting to buy in. Yeah, so like if you think about it's the first time he's playing these teams, so like they're going to be at an advantage for sure, um, and. The Ravens defense, honestly, I think was the bigger story, just completely shutting down. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. This was a scary offense coming in, and you know, six points late in the third quarter or something like that. That's that's as good as you can ask for. Yeah, no, the the defense was the more impressive thing in my end because you know, as much as I talk shit about the Ravens in the moment, like if they do get a lead on you, like it's very it's all it's all downhill from there kind of like how we've talked about the bills before but like um with the way they can run the ball um if if you get down at all like good fucking luck i wish i agreed with you but i feel like they've blown so many leads by being stupid and turning the ball over recently like historically that's correct but i feel like even this season it's been like they like they didn't hold a lead against the Steelers, and uh, didn't hold a lead in both of their losses. Honestly, well, that was the Steelers having a top five defense and the best quarterback in the division. <laughs> but I also agree with you, Josh. Like, if he can capitalize on beating these NFC teams, ironically, hasn't played both of them since his MVP season. And they can stack two more wins. And, I mean, if they look this good, I don't expect him to look this good. But if he looks close to this good, he'll be in the conversation again for sure. 
I would like one one game without a turnover would be nice. Yeah, that is that. If, is. if, if we're consistently going to give other quarterbacks shit for turning the ball over, going to have to keep it consistent. Would like a clean game. Objectively, him winning the MVP is probably more likely than one game without a fumble. <laughs> yeah, those two things shouldn't be able to be said in the same sentence. It would be impressive. He's not winning MVP. Never said he was, dude. We just said if he does. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. Yeah, it could. But probably not. Especially if he's turning the ball over. Yeah, I'm just saying if they look good in the next two games and he continues this trend in two two weeks from now, he will be in the MVP conversation if that happens. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these people who talk about football are already saying it just from one game. It's crazy that other people are allowed to talk about football. Um, All right, what is the next game? Falcons-Bucks. Oh, boy. Falcons 16, Bucks 13. Jay, I'll let you start on this one. Um, disappointing, for sure. Um, Baker, at the end, was kind of, uh, to steal my dad's phrase, feeling his oats. Um, the pick at the end was not good. He had a second chance after the pick to go down and win the game. Um they end up settling for a field goal. Whatever. Um, that's it's a game they can't lose um, if they're going to be competitive um, in the NFC. As far as I'm concerned, you you can't lose to Desmond Ritter, especially when you get two goal line fumbles. Like you have to take advantage of that. You have to win the game. Um, so really disappointing, really disappointing that Baker threw that pick on what could have been a put-away drive. Um, I think people are freaking out way too fucking much about that fucking Kyle Pitts catch. Who gives a shit? Um, I'm just glad, like, Desmond Ritter threw him the ball more than zero times. Um, he should get traded, but he won't, whatever. Um, Mike Evans actually caught the ball, which was, you know, refreshing. Yeah, and of course they fucking sucked him off every time he did, like he hasn't been having the worst season of his career. Yeah, without question. Um, and all of them are critical drops, too. It's not like he's just having a drop in the first quarter and it's like, oh, well, you know, whatever. They're borderline all touchdowns. Like, all touchdowns dropped. They're all touchdowns or critical third downs. And that's unacceptable. But, um, yeah, o- overall, that's a game they got to win. Um, for what it's worth, Ritter did play well. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, that one hurt. He did play well, but those fumbles are hilarious. Oh, especially, the, especially the second one where he, they called it a touchdown. He thought it was a touchdown and just not only not a touchdown, but a uh, touchback for the other team. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he can't no, get out of his own way. Yeah, he fucking sucks. They're definitely going to – I'm curious what they're going to do, though, because, I mean, they're a competitive team. Like, they're 4-3 and three now. 
uh, I'm curious to say they end up, you know, eight and nine, somewhere in that ballpark. They're not going to have a necessarily a, a, a high pick. So it's like, do you settle for the fourth or fifth quarterback in the class, or do you try to make a trade, or do you just rock yeah. out your fucking critter again? Yeah, they'll have this, some decisions to make. Like you said, they're not, they're not really in a position to try and get a better draft pick being in the NFC South. Like they're in the driver's seat for the playoffs. So they're going to be, uh, in a real tough situation next year if they like finish nine and eight, lose in the first round of the playoffs and be like, well, we're kind of good, but what do we do from here? Yeah, it's a shame, too, because, I mean, they've spent all of their top ten picks the last couple of years on skill position guys, and they just have no one to consistently get them the ball. But, like, think about if you if you put in someone like a Caleb Williams or, hell, put in someone like fucking Kirk Cousins. I was just going to say Kirky. I mean, if he makes it to free agency and they don't have a good draft pick, they could just pay Kirk to come to town. And they have oh, a Kirk? lot of fucking weapons that he could Kirk distribute to. Sure he is for sure gone. Primetime Kirk. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about that game. You have no idea. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, anything Anything from this game, Colin? Um, I just agree. It was very disappointing by Baker. Um, I obviously wanted them to win. Bijan, like, didn't even play, which makes it even worse for the – I mean, I know he was, like, there in the sick and, like, came in for, like, a couple plays or whatever, but he didn't, like, actually play, and they still lost. Like, the Falcons kept trying to let the Bucks win the game, and Baker just couldn't punch it in. So that was annoying, but, yeah, nothing. Yeah, else. I mean, the highlight of this game was Baker Mayfield's 31-yard rush. He's an absolute so, unit out there. He had a carry for 31 yards and then finished with th- three carries for 32 yards, almost leading the team. He's just an athlete. I'm not worried. I think the Bucks will put it together a little bit. I'm still a Baker guy. Just got to get oh, it done yeah. at the end of games. Just got to get it done at the end of games. I mean, it's the NFC South, so, yeah, they're still with it. All right, next game, Steelers-Rams. Steelers 24, Rams 17. Every time I just – because, like, I haven't watched any of either of these teams' games consistently start to finish. But every time I see the Rams on the TV, they just look good to me. And whenever I see the Steelers on the TV, they just look bad to me. So I've somehow tricked myself into thinking that the Rams are a decent team and that the Steelers are bad, but it's just the complete opposite, allegedly. I I don't think the Rams are bad by any stretch. I just don't think they have enough talent to be better yeah. than like an eight or nine win team. Yeah, I get, I just I get what Colin's saying. I'm just confused on why they're not better. Like they they have, it feels like the pieces to win in in like today's style NFL, and they just aren't putting it together. Yeah, every time, like I said, every time I see them play or flip back to their game or whatever, I just see Stafford slinging it to two great receivers. 
Yeah, and I mean, they, yeah, they have like a, a few good receivers. Stafford's like seemingly been playing well, although I didn't really get to watch much of this game. His stat line looks, I mean, 14 completions for 231 yards, but he threw the ball 30 times. It was like he had 50% completion percentage, but 230 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, and he's just confused. Did he throw his mandatory pick as well? Oh, yeah, he had TJ Watt had the pick. Let me know if Miles Garrett does that. Yeah, true. TJ Watt did have the pick. How could I forget? Yeah. How dare Uh I forget? But, yeah, Stafford has – he's not played very well this season, um, and I'm a Stafford guy. But I also will point out that all of his bad games are against – Elite defenses, you know, uh, San Francisco, the Steelers, like they're going to make a lot of quarterbacks look, you know, average or worse. So won't won't hold those two games against him at Cincinnati. He had a bad game, but like Cincinnati's defense can be frisky. I'm not going to say they're like a top flight defense, but they're probably in that. 10 to 12. Yeah, range. that was the one game where I felt like their offense like should have been able to close the door and didn't, especially in the first half of that game. But he has like almost 2,000 yards already. I know he's probably throwing it a lot, but they're moving the ball, just not scoring. Probably because he has to turn the ball over every single game. Yeah, and their defense isn't like atrociously bad, but it's like not good. And then it, I feel as, like the man. Steelers is the exact opposite, where it's like their offense isn't atrociously bad, but it's not good. And then their defense, it's like very good. No, the offense is so back. Matthew Canada. Yeah, he's dialing it up over there. See, he figured the out. They did Matthew. get out game in this game. Animal. I mean, one thing's for sure. The AFC North is back. Yeah, the other thing that's for sure is that Matt Canada will be part owner of the Steelers by the end of the season. Yeah, I think the Rooney family is just going to adopt him at this point. Yeah, seriously. We'll just start. Might just inherit the team in a few years. Yeah. I'm actually. Uh, my dad and I are going to the game this weekend. <clears throat> who do they uh, play? Yeah, who Jack. Is it? The Jags. In in Pittsburgh, I assume? Yeah, 1 o'clock game. If I had to guess, the Jags are going to go up 13-0, and then the Steelers will win 24-20. No way. What, what do we think what, the line is in that game? More like the Steelers will get down 13-0 and win 14-0. I mean, 14-13. <laughs> That's what I thought Colin was going to say. Yeah, guess. I have it pulled up. I'm going to say it's in Pittsburgh. I'm going to say Jags minus one and a half. Colin, thoughts? God, this is tough. The Jags just beat the Saints, but that's... I almost was going to say it was a push. 
Yeah, this could easily be a pick em, but I'm going to go Jags, just minus one as well. Yeah, this line is stinky. <laughs> Jags, Jags minus two and a half in Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, God. Now I'm more certain than ever that the Steelers yeah. are going to win. Tom, I feel like almost they're paying off Vegas to make it this bad. Objectively, if I was a non-Steelers fan, I would probably take the Jags minus two and a half in this game. I, I don't know. It just feels like a game that I like before I looked, I would have guessed a pick'em as well in Pittsburgh, yeah. which obviously leans a little bit towards the Jags, but I don't think it should be leaned enough to make them nearly a field goal favorite. It's just right. Tomlin is a home dog. Is just I know I, I'm sure the, they're just paying off Vegas to do that, so they have bulletin board material. Seriously. All right, next game, Cardinals-Seahawks. Cardinals 10, Seahawks 20. This game got pretty boring fast. Still don't believe in the Seahawks. Yeah, all basically all the points were scored in the first half. The, the Cardinals are just starting to look like what everyone expected the Cardinals to look like. They're pretty frisky early in the season. Keeping games close, beating the Cowboys, but I mean lately they've they haven't covered a spread recently. They haven't won a game since the Cowboys game. Uh, Kyler Murray's coming back at some point. He started practicing this past week, so he has something to look forward to. Do they? Is he going to come back against the Ravens next week, or is that probably? No, no, no. I think he's still quite a few weeks away. But he's starting to practice. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> Jay, anything? Uh, didn't watch a single down of this game. Yeah, I I didn't get to watch a lot of this window. I was on my way to the airport and working my way through security. Um, next game also seemingly a uh, maybe not a boring game, but maybe a boring game. 17-19 Packers-Broncos. The Packers suck. <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's just the only way to put it. Uh, they both suck. We can throw that out there. But I think the Broncos are pretty Four, five field goals in this game. Good for the Broncos. They got a win. Two and five. Yeah, speaking of the AFC North, the NFC North is pretty bad, looking pretty bad after this week. Except just, the Vikings. I mean, yeah, like... But the fact that we're sitting here like, oh, the Vikings could make a playoff push, it's like, Jesus. Everyone sucks. Did we mention 13 that? 13-4. and four. Uh, All right, well, we'll just move it to Chiefs-Chargers. Chiefs 31, Chargers 17. Someone on this podcast almost burned down their house watching this game. <laughs> it was the closest game of the season. It may have been the closest game in NFL history for – at least what felt like an hour period, then I was not okay. But um, 
it was good to see the Chiefs actually blow the Chargers out for once as the far superior team, but I felt like I had to climb Mount Everest to get to that point. It's not um, a fucking... <laughs> I mean, just the fact that it wasn't a disgusting three-point game that comes down to the wire, which it feels like, it, even though the Chiefs always win, uh, like the past three to five times, it's just always nip and tuck with them doing dumb shit, which they were doing. Like at first, in the first half, the defense was non-existent, and then they strapped up, which was awesome. But the offense had some turnovers, which was annoying and was moving the ball, but wasn't getting points. And it felt like it was 17-24 for at least a fortnight before the game finally opened up again. So in the end, I was extremely happy with it. But in the moment, I felt like I was in a fucking Saw movie. Yeah, I mean... There were seven points scored in the second half, and it was with three minutes left in the game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I'm not really sure where Sherm is just saying the game opened up. I'm just saying they pulled away and actually finished it. Like, the defense was not letting them score in the second half, and they finally... Yeah, Chargers zero points in the second half. Yeah, which is also, I mean... We could talk about Justin Herbert after I finish this, but the offense finally, after moving the ball fairly well but not getting any points because of turnovers, was able to score. And then at that point, it was just like, okay, now we're up two scores. They're not going to have enough time, nor based on the way they like this game is over when it was a one-score game for the entire second half up until that point. All right, should we move on to the next game? Yeah. Yeah. Other Jay, than... Jay, Jay bringing the energy tonight. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say, Jay, maybe you'll like this. So we get you heated up. The Chargers and Justin Herbert do kind of just make me believe in religion in the sense of reincarnation because they are it like it's just Philip Rivers all over again, like down seven, sadly trying to rally his team to victory with just bad luck, injuries, an incapable coach, his own shortcomings, just being the same sad chargers always like Herbert couldn't be more different than rivers like play style or like physique wise or anything, but it's still just, it's the same picture. No. People are asking if I was right about the dolphins, uh, talent wise, maybe not record wise, but Dolphins 17, Eagles 31. And anytime they take half a step up in class of opponent, they're just getting mauled. <laughs> and even though they got mauled, uh, God damn it, I still can't bring myself to believe in the Eagles either. Like, I still just refuse to believe that the Eagles are that good. But yeah, the Dolphins are 100% fraudulent at this point. Chill. I mean, they've t- they've played 
two good teams and have lost by an average of 21 points in those two games. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? And the uh no, I'm serious. No, sorry. I'm fucking um I'm looking at the Simpsons Road Rage for uh GameCube right now. <laughs> fucking bass is only a hundred dollars for it. Like you fucking Zoom. They only want a hundred for it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's eighty nine ninety nine. Ooh, yeah. a steal. Yeah, this is important stuff here. But um, way more important than listening to whatever idiocy you're about to spew about my Miami Dolphins. I mean, their or offense is cool, minutes. but it's like the, the Eagles had two turnovers. One of them was a defensive touchdown. Like you gotta, you gotta find a way to win that game. Like on the road, you get two turnovers. It's not even that cold yet. Like, yeah, I know Philly's a hostile environment and it's a good team, but it's like if you were as good as everybody says slash thinks you are, like that game should have at least been closer than it was. Tyree Kill probably out this week coming up. He had a falling apart. He had a couple criminal drops in this game. Did he? I got to watch the first half. I uh, didn't see any of the second half. Yeah, there was a couple of really. But bad he did have. He, yeah, he had. He had their touchdown in the first half. I think their yep. only touchdown of the game. Yeah, that no, was bad. Yeah, other than the defensive one. Yeah. Yeah, offensive touchdown. Uh, all right. So last game, Vikings Forty Niners. Vikings twenty two, Forty Niners seventeen. Losing two in a row. I was told Kirk Cousins was bad in primetime games. You didn't hear it from me. Yeah, well, whoever does say it is a fucking moron. Yeah, I've actually, I've actually recently been on the opposite side of that, where I've been saying people are just saying that because people say, like, more people are saying it just because it was said one time. Like, I don't think anyone's actually paying attention to what he's doing. And I know, I know his record might not that be, might not be that good, but he's playing fine in prime time. Yeah, no, his record sucks, Dick. But it's not his fault. You know, I'm not a wins guy when it comes to quarterback. Right. Defensive. I, uh, will also, yeah. Oh, we know. I will also say, similar to the Steelers as well. Ew. The Vikings are. Pretty good at drafting receivers. Fucking, I mean, USC product, duh, but Jordan Addison. uh, How dare you? Don't ever say that again. He's not a true Trojan. He's a fucking Pitt Panther. The only reason why he went to USC is because Kenneth left. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) You're (laughs) welcome. Anyway, Addison's good, and... Yes, Kirky looked great, but yeah, Vikings coming on strong. Yeah, hanging around. Hanging around. Yeah, I also didn't get to see much of this game. I was playing soccer. I don't even think I watched 
uh, the first half. Um, I completely forgot. I forget what I was doing. Oh, not playing uh, soccer. Not playing soccer. No, I was with uh, Jake, but um, <laughs> also not playing soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's it's not it's not worth it. Like I said in the text, it's not worth it. If we're gonna have like a dozen people there and that one fat kid won't get off the field, like it's just not. I'm not driving down to Locust Point. For that. Yeah, it's funny because that was your excuse last week too, and you just played man down all game. No, but this excuse. this week this week makes sense. We did have too many people, I think. Well, we had enough no, people. You speak with the nine fifty kickoff time. Yeah, that was brutal. I also didn't. I, I yeah, I was like, I'm not coming home on a Monday night at fucking midnight. For no yeah, reason. I did that one time, and that'll be the last. Yeah. Um, but one thing I, I'm really getting annoyed by is the Brock Purdy hate. Um, like, so many people feel the need that, to just bash him. It's just like, I, he's not allowed to have a bad game. Like, sure, we all know those fucking dicks were atrocious. But, like... What the fuck ever? It's what his fucking fifteenth start, twentieth yeah, start, and second bad game. Yeah, like sure they're back to back bad games, like winnable games. They're you know in crunch time he's made some bad decisions. Like what the fuck? He's a fucking young quarterback. Yeah, well um, the ability for anyone that talks about sports to be somewhat rational is just has been out the window for like the last five or six years. Like every time somebody does something, it's either they are now the best player to ever touch a football or why are the, in the world are they even a starter? There's, there's no, in the world we live, there's no in between. I was just going to say like that, like the, just, it, it's so funny how, it just went from he should be in in the MVP conversation to now, like, see, we were right, he's terrible. Like, he is objectively somewhere in the middle where he's a young quarterback making mistakes but also does a good job distributing the ball. And it's also fair to say that, like, yeah, he's not a top-tier quarterback and, yeah, he's not the best player on his roster because their roster is stacked. So, I don't know. I I'm just – agree with both of you that it'll just be interesting to, to see what they do for the rest of the year. Yeah, like everybody on both sides just needs to relax and see, yeah, how it finishes. The worst part about this two game skid is that now the fucking Seahawks are gonna be in contention to win the division when I said they'd probably come in last. I don't know. Last that's <laughs> No, I probably didn't say last. I probably had Arizona last, but I had them third. I had the 49ers and Rams above them. Yeah, I think I had the same. I think we were lockstep on that one. Still There's could still have time. Them. There's still yeah. time. And well, the Dolphins probably won't win another game either. Yeah, that would have just missed that one by one. The Ravens might be getting Derrick Henry. Dude, the Ravens might be getting every fucking high-profile player ever. Yeah, they may be. I heard they're getting Derrick Henry. And that's literally Lamar. the only. That's literally the only one they're tied to right now. 
yeah, Robert right Saquon now. as he, well. Every, every fucking free agent receiver, every fucking year, it's somebody. We're talking about trade trade deadlines stuff. Dude, I'm aware, but I'm saying every high-profile player is always like, oh, my God, the Ravens. Maybe it's because I – I feel like I don't notice that. It's probably because I was friends with Jack for so long, and I just – Honestly, no – I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like no wide receivers have ever wanted to come here. Yeah, I'm not saying that, dude. I'm saying, Uh, like – who they're, they're trying to get, bro. Like, every free – like, when Allen Robinson was a free agent, when fucking Hopkins was a free agent, this year they actually got Odell. Um, fucking Christ. Uh, Julio, when he was – got cut the first time. Um, like, all these fuckers. Oh, Which, I don't remember being tied to any of them, but – Speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, Sports Illustrated, apparently they are the betting favorite, like, four to one odds in Vegas – the Steelers are getting DeAndre Hopkins. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand why anybody would want him. Well, he's a good player still. Um, he's not what he was, but, like, I don't understand the Steelers' need for him. It's like we have four receivers right now. With DeAndre Johnson back, like, what? what, what is he going to do? Josh, we've kind of talked about this. Like in the first place, why the fuck did he choose to go to Tennessee? Yeah, I, yeah, that like, he had like his option was like, yeah, Tennessee. <laughs> okay. Well, in fairness, his other real option was the fucking Patriots, and that does not look okay. Like- yeah, true. I mean, if those were the only two options, I guess I would retire. <laughs> I don't know. It'll give you a reason to live in Nashville for a year or two. Yeah, yeah, a little bit better set up. Yeah. No one can. No one can say he was ring chasing. That's for sure. Yeah, win it. Uh, go to Nashville, live there for a couple years, make like twenty million dollars, tax free. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't sound too bad. And you get to play cold. You get to hang out with Mike Vrabel. That would I would sign just for that. Yeah, smoking an entire chain, smoking an entire pack of cigs with Mike Brable would be an ideal way to spend a Friday night. Yeah, just, you don't even have to pay me; just make it mandatory that I, Mike Brable has to hang out with me every Friday night. <laughs> you get to hang out once a week. Yeah. Uh, do either of you have anything else before we wrap up? Uh, any college football talk? I'm not going to say anything about the amount of money I lost on USC Notre Dame. Um, yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yes. And yeah, that one hurt. Then they proceeded to to Utah, which wasn't yeah. Good. Um, and then also this past week I lost a decent. Bit of cheddar on uh, at State, Ohio State. Same. Fucking hate, hate both teams. One fuck, Penn State money line. One fucks kids. The other one probably fucks kids. And you know, we I, know one fucks kids for sure. We just <laughs> think the other one does. Dude, look at Ryan Day and tell me <laughs> fucking kid or two. Um. But this weekend, I have Utah plus six and a half. 
uh, against Oregon. It's, uh, I'm not thrilled about the line. I would feel a lot better if it was plus seven instead of the six and a half. But, uh, Utah is a really tough place to play. Kyle Whittingham is a great coach, underrated coach still somehow, despite the fact they win the Pac-12 seemingly every year. Um, but I think Utah, they might not win, but I do think they'll cover. I think it'll be like a field goal game. Yeah, I do like that as well. That is my college football pick of the week. If I had to throw a second one in there, UNC minus whatever, they're going to kick the living shit out of Georgia Tech. I don't care what anyone says. Coming off, coming off the loss, right? Was this their loss this past week? UNC. To Virginia? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I'm not going to talk about that game either. But, um, yeah, they're going <laughs> to. Yeah, they're going to put it to Georgia Tech, I think. Yeah. Coming off that loss. And upset alert, there is zero bias going into this selection. Zero whatsoever. Keep an eye on the Pitt Panthers against Notre Dame. It's in South Bend, but Pitt is a frisky team. Um, I'm not – even with Sam Hartman, I'm not a big believer in the Notre Dame offense, which is – mind-blowing to me. Like, you get a top-flight college quarterback and you have fucking estimate at running back, you would think the offense would be more prolific, but it's just not. So, uh, Yeah, I'm, plus I'm pro-Notre Dame losing ever. I fucking hate Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in Pitt at least covering the 20-and-a-half. Like, I just don't see Notre Dame doing that to really – like, winning by – 20-plus against really anybody. Any legit Power 5 school, I should say. Yeah. God. Oh, my dad and I are also going to the Penguins game Saturday. Very excited about that. Oh, nice. When are you heading up to Pittsburgh? Uh, Saturday after flag. I might only play the first game, though, since I think we play We only have one this week. It's at 9, too, right? Yeah, it's the first game. Oh, sweet. Do you do you know who we play? Uh, I have the schedule. I don't know what it means. We play Yobo Goya. Oh, that's a good team. Yamo be there. Are you going to come, Jim? Uh, no. Okay. Good one. Why not? Um, I don't feel like it. So, <laughs> if I'm reading this correct, are the top five teams the good teams and the bottom five teams the not-as-good teams on the schedule? It yes. looks like it's two different divisions, but we just play everybody. Yes, that's correct. It's supposed to be two different divisions, but it's just not. Okay. For whatever reason. So, I cannot wait for week four when we play Nick and Jimmy's team. What team are they? Uh, Winter Booze. Oh, yeah. That's next week. Yeah. Cannot wait. They're so <laughs> fucking bad. Hilarious. Last, this past week, they had McCotter out there. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they brought out McCotter. Yeah, this man was playing in a sweater and khakis. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that kid not in a sweater and khakis. Dude, I, I was uh... at the. 
We were at the bottom yeah, field. I, just happened. I happened to look up, and I was like, yo, who the fuck do they have up there in fucking khakis? And then I walk up after our game, and I saw him talking to Jalot, and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> I may have to come next Jalot's week. on that team, too? Playing. Dude. Yeah, Jalot's been playing. He's been playing in the Monster Energy Gronk jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I Dude. can't wait to play against that team. I might just play with them. Even though I'm Dude. on the other roster. Dude, he is every bit of 250 at this point. It's gotten worse. Oh, that's so, it's amazing. I feel like that's underwhelming news. 